Support for this podcast comes from CityCast Denver. CityCast Denver is the daily local podcast that tackles stuff you've been wondering about Denver. Would a Denver Olympics be a good thing? Will the cost of housing ever come back down to earth? Is Casa Bonita still Casa Bonita if the food is tasty? Each morning, CityCast Denver brings you the hidden gems and unexpected discussions you actually want to hear. Plus, a dose of local news to get you up to speed. Hosted by lifelong Denverite Bree Davies, every episode of CityCast Denver is the local conversation you won't want to miss. Made by Denverites, for Denverites. Find CityCast Denver on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Underground at the Showcase, an official podcast of the UMS, powered by Youth on Record. I'm Danny Akery. And I'm Genevieve Glimp. We are recording all weekend at Mutiny Information Cafe on South Broadway with a number of artists who are performing at this year's festival. In this episode, we are joined by Leno. Leno is a rising name in the Denver music scene. In addition to uplifting his children and family in his music and videos, he's crafted some of the most thoughtful music throughout Colorado. Leno's work spreads love and wisdom exponentially in every direction it goes. This is best demonstrated in his newest song, Influence. So let's take a moment to listen. Hey, you were so loud I could hear my thoughts. Was running with the crowd and I decided to walk. Was following them, but they was lost. That's okay, I'm still on my way and it was worth the wait. Mm. So just be you in a world full of fakes. Be a mongoose in a room full of snakes. Be who you are, don't hide your face. Believe in yourself, you gotta have faith. You have what you need, plus you got what it takes. Wanna be great, but we make mistakes. Cause we're not perfect, but we are searching to find our purpose. But it's in your soul, not on your surface. It's in your soul, not on your surface. It's in your soul, it's in your soul. Don't be too influenced by these girls. Don't be too influenced by these girls and they curves. Don't be too influenced by these boys. Leno, welcome to UMS and our podcast. What's up, bro? What up, though? Thanks for having me. Of course. Thanks for being on here. This is dope. So, could you describe your music in three words? Ooh. Or less, or one word? Uh, yeah. I would say impactful, hmm. personable, and I was just connection. It's the words that I would use. And you could feel that. Definitely. Yeah, it feels man. like in a lot of songs, you're you're like talking to the audience directly. You're talking to the For people sure. you love. For sure. And yeah. Yeah, that's who I mean. That is my audience, the people that are closest to me, right? And I think the beauty in that is that that can be universal to everybody. You know what I mean? But I'm definitely speaking from a place of like where I'm at and where I've been mm-hmm. within the music. 100%. And we want to know what initially drew you to music and what drew you to writing. Like, what would you say is your origin story? Um, It was, I relocated when I was 12 years old. I'm originally from Louisiana Mm -hmm. and my mom got remarried and I moved to a foreign place. Colorado was a foreign place for me. It was a a culture shock. It was just a lot of just, just different things. And so I, I found myself just writing more and I always had a love for hip hop and yeah, that's kind of how it, it became like my, it was like my therapist, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like my coping mechanism 
doing that transition as a you know a preteen and moving to a whole new place and having to redefine yourself and meet new people and music became something that I could hold on to and just kind of just be you know it was, it was just therapy for me so definitely how it all started yeah that's awesome and I wanted to talk about the song influence because it's your newest song facts and it you know you're really it it's like you're putting out advice like can you just tell me about that song like yeah. was there anyone in mind you were writing it for like is it was it a message to yourself yeah. was it a message to your 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 kids like yeah. tell us about that i mean selfishly in the beginning it was about it was for me you know i just <laughs> i liked the music it felt good and the words just kind of came to me but then after i released the song you know it, it developed a new set of legs and I started hearing it different from just listening to other people's experiences with the music. And then it made me look at it from the sense of like, it's something for my kids more or less, or the kids or anyone that's, you know, just growing in life, you know what I mean? Of just like, just stay above the influence, you know? I, and, and when I say my kids, it was like, I'm not gonna be here to guide them at every step of the way and be here for everything that they're going through as they become young adults. So it was just like, it was more, now it's become something of like, it's a message for them. It's like I'm leaving them a voicemail, you know, you know, as they grow older and they'll have something to just lean back on to, some words of wisdom. That's beautiful. And I, I mean, that's what I heard when I was listening to it. I was just like, yeah, I mean, like you could feel it. And again, just going back to that connection, like yeah. that's something that I, like I personally connected with and just- That's dope, man. It. So, yeah. That's dope, that's dope. Mm -hmm. And um, speaking of- a voicemail um, to your kids, I guess. Um, what was the process behind creating your latest music video for your song, Good Smoke? Oh, that's a good one. Because your kids are in that, right? Yeah, yeah. They, are, they are. Um, And that song is about me, right? And just my demons that I fight on a day-to-day day -to -day basis. Um, but as far as the concept, um, shout out to my boy, Jeremy Pape. Um, we wanted to, I, as far as my brand goes, like, I don't want to be what you call your typical quote unquote, you know, musician or artist or rapper of just like I'm living this fairytale life. And I, I wanted to bring parts of my reality to life through this, uh, this piece of art and shooting that video. So that's why I put the kids in it because, you know, I pray that the good smoke keep the evils away because of for those type of things like that for my kids. Cause I want to be able to be there for them and be cognizant and, you know, just be aware and be present. And, you know, so I put them in the video and, it, you know, the video goes back and forth between, you know, me being a family man. And then there's a part. So it's like I'm kind of dealing with my demons. And I mean, that's just literally what my struggle is on a on a day to day basis of just like trying to stay balanced between being a family man and being out in the world so I can make it back home safe at night. You know what I mean? So that's where it all stemmed from as far as why I put the kids in it, because, I mean, they are a major part of who I am. Yeah, you, I hear you like talking a lot about balancing those two identities, I guess. Um, and I wanted to ask, how do you balance being a dad and a musician? Um, I just incorporate them. You know, like I don't, yeah. I bring my kids to the studio with me, you know, um, they're on certain songs that I'm, that, I, that I'm preparing to release. Um, when I'm creating music, they're around, you know, when I'm in the house, just rambling off words and music blasting loud like they'll hear like they get tired of my songs before the world even gets yeah, them right. they like they already know them you they know critique I mean? them the hardest yeah, too like, <laughs> yeah or they fall in love with it and I'm like oh that's a smash right the kids love it so I just I don't 
you know, I don't really try to separate the two. I just try to con I try to bring them together with a perfect balance, right? Like, you know, I, I want my kids to know what I'm doing when I leave the house. Like right now, they're like, Dad, where you going? I'm like, I'm going to do a podcast yeah. for UMS for the show that I'm doing on Saturday. They're like, oh, man, that's dope. You know, they know pretty much everything that I got going on because I don't, I don't separate it. Like, I, I leave it open to them. And the same way I parent and me and my wife parent with them, like, we'll let them be able to ask questions and be available. I mean, we would be available to them as far as, like, just, you know, real life. You know what I mean? I'm not sheltering them from what the world is. That's and so right. that's why I just, yeah, find balance by having them be a part of it. I love that. And so when you moved from, from Louisiana, how was that, how was that scope, like that change of environment, did it impact some of the people like that you looked up to as artists, as, as, uh, as musicians, like, like you moved to a new city, a new state where you exposed the people who like, just like blew you away or was it always with you? Like, what are some, some of your biggest influences? Um, yeah. So, so move, I mean, growing up in the South, it was, uh, it was heavily Southern artists, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like from Master P to Outkast, Cash Money, you know, the, the list will go on and on, <laughs> right? Um, so then moving here, like I said, it was a culture shock because there's not a, there were not a lot of black kids at, at my school, you know what I mean? So it was like I had to re, I had to reposition myself and be like, more or less like a fly on the wall, be more observant of like, okay, this place is a different environment from what I grew up in, but it's also, it's pretty dope. Like it's pretty cool as I, so as I got older, I got, I kind of outgrew a lot of my favorites mm -hmm. because I got more diversified at a young age. You know what I mean? Coming from the South with a certain mind state and then moving, you know, far West, it like, it just changed me. And it's like, it's a different scope of people. The vibe is just different. And so that helped me just kind of just, excel i think because it's it's like how the same reason people travel right you travel to go get culture to go experience different cultures and different ways of living so by coming here and having to be a part of the you know the other half of my growing up it was like it's done wonders for me now looking at it as an artist because now i'm just i'm so open-minded and not just thinking one way as far as like what my environment was now i'm just like i'm kind of i have a broader spectrum and it's just like you know what i'm gonna bring what i know to the table so i think it it has always been in me but I think moving, it helped unlock a lot of the things that were already instilled in me through my parents, grandparents, and just the people that influenced me as a child. That's right. Yeah. Since, you're, since you have a lot of experience, what advice would you give to younger artists who are maybe just starting out? Man, be true to self, right? Be, be as authentic to yourself as possible and take who you are into spaces and don't go into spaces looking to find yourself go into spaces and be you so if that's making music make the music you would want to hear make the music that you feel make the music that you feel like we're connected to somebody who is just like you you know what i mean because you're not the only one like i'm big on you're not alone in life right because as humans i feel like we thrive off of the support of each other or just hanging out or kicking it and so it's like but the best way to be able to you know um, enhance spaces It's to go in there And be just authentically yourself So don't go in A space looking for who you are Like go there as that It would be my advice And I think that will Just take you a long way Because that's just Who I've been this whole time Like I, I haven't rushed my process I haven't I haven't felt like Under the gun I haven't made music That I feel like What's popular I just make what I like And what I love And what I feel So I would just encourage Any young artist Coming into it To just Man, stay true to yourself. And if you don't know who that is yet, then, you know, I encourage you to go outside and 
color outside the lines and find your people, you know? Definitely. And I feel like that um, is like, that's how you build a community around your art is based off that, that honesty, that, that pure, just like that being vulnerable, putting yourself out there yeah. and like, how, how did you build your team? You know, like from music, music video producers to, to music producers to yeah. how did you like kind of get started in that? Was it through just being yourself, going to these functions? Like, yeah, I think that's that's pretty much the the meat of it. Right. Just being myself. But then it's also like I was patient. You know, I didn't like I said, I didn't feel rushed about anything that I was doing. And when I did, those are I knew those were spaces that I didn't need to be involved in. And by doing that and then meeting people who shoot videos and uh, shout out to Pape, shout out to Bugs at the Bright Future Media. Um, I, meeting these people have always, it's, it's, I've ran into the right people as far as making my team based off of just being available, you know what I'm saying, to even them and what they had going on. And um, again, just being authentic, just being myself, it's led me into finding the right people because all that does, you just attract what you put out. So then you find the same type of people who are, you know, expertise of their craft and, you know, and then it just, it just all connects. It's just all, it just seems, it really feels like, like ordained when you meet your people because it's like, you know, there's no, there's no dispute as far as like, oh, you need to be something different. You need to be more, you need to be less of this. And it's just like, nah, I'm gonna bring what I have to the table. You bring what you have. And then boom, through that, I think you, you just make a, you just make something great. Like, and you build community because everybody's, looking out for the other one you know what i mean like it's not it's not a selfish gain it's like if i'm winning then we winning mm -hmm. and i think that led me to my people as far as like production team um videographers just everybody that's who's had a hand in me getting to where i'm at right now it's all been off of just me just being who i am showing up for them and then in turn they show up for me like i need them too so i like that a lot and you in your answer you talked a lot about authenticity and I'm wondering how did you gain the confidence to reach that authenticity in yourself um I think it's, it comes with a lot of just trial and error right because I feel like joy don't feel as good unless you know what pain is like right and I think as you're going on your journey for me personally it's like you know I wasn't always getting it right I wasn't always meeting the right people I wasn't always in a group of collectives that you know thought highly of themselves like I did of myself. And so you can kind of find yourself just in the crowd following what's going on. And then I think me taking a step outside of that to see like, I'm really not getting where I want to be and I'm not feeling how I want to feel. And I think that is like what just gave me the confidence to be like, you know what? All the other stuff that I was doing wasn't working. So I, I'm better off just taking my shot in the dark. And that way, if, if I win, it's on me. If I lose, it's on me. I don't, it's not a space for me to be able to point fingers. So I think I just, I just leaned heavy into experiences and that's what's just led me into finding just the right people and just walking into my true self. 100%. Thank you for that. Yeah, right on. Um, so I know you have a, a lot of uh, singles out right now. Yeah, that's so right. So when can we, when is the album Man, coming out, bro? That's the question. That's the million dollar question. <laughs> I mean, it's something that I'm I'm working on. I would say uh, me and Steven Bugs out at Bright Future, we're probably about 95% done awesome. um, with the actual album. And the reason that it's taking long or not uh, long per se, but just taking its time is that 
we just want to make sure it's right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, again, that whole to not be rushed feeling. And it's just like, I want to give the people something. I want to give my people something, you know, that meant something to me. And the best way for me to go about doing that was to just take my time and just to make sure that it was right. Because initially when I went into the whole process of making an album, it was like, I want to get this done today because I can do it. Like I can write a song, I can write 10 songs, I can get 10 beats and boom, we can just give it out. But then as we start to go along the process, it's just like, now I want this to have a little bit more meat and gravy in it. Like I want it to just feel better. Like it sounds good, but I want it to feel good when I hand it off because... I know one thing is like once it's out of my hands and I give it to the world, it's not mine anymore. It's for you and you to interpret what you feel about it. And I just want to make sure that I was putting the right messages in between all these songs. So, I mean, hopefully, you know, if the stars align, we'll get it this year. But if not, I mean, I still got singles. I got things ready to roll just to keep the people engaged, um, just to make sure that this album's right. 100%. Yeah. How, how did you, how did, how did Lano... How did that become like the name? The name. So was it? Did you did you stumble upon it? Did someone give it to you? Yeah, it was given to me, man, by a childhood friend in Louisiana. Like he was probably like one of my first best friends that I can recollect, right? And uh, he was always good at just coming up with quirky stuff, like giving people names. You know what yeah. I mean? Like banana, banana for a fan. Like it was kind of his thing, <laughs> yeah. right? And uh, he's always been a character. And one day he was just like he just started calling me Leno, and then it kind of it stuck with me, right? And then as I got older, like. I started to understand like, oh man, I like that name because I separated, right? I, I put the I put the dash between the, the L-A-N-N and the, and the O, right? I mean, between the O and the, the E and the O. And what the word lane represents is like, this is your spot, right? Like own your own lane. Like a lot of people carpool into certain places, but it's just like, I want to be in my own lane. I want to be doing it my own way. And that's where the O comes into place of just like own, ownership. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just, just being just being true to myself and staying true to my lane so that's just kind of it started as a childhood nickname and then from that like as an adult and then an artist like I, I converted into what I felt like it should be definitely yep. awesome well thank you for being on here thank y'all for having me man this has been dope this has oh, been dope thank you <laughs> before we wrap up could you tell our listeners where to find you and your work for sure. Um, well, my website is probably the, where I want to draw most traffic is www.lanolang.com. That's L-A-N-E-O-L-A-N-G. Um, but as far as staying connected with me on a day-to-day -day basis, it's probably going to be Instagram. And it's the same handle, L-A-N-E-O-L-A-N-G. All my handles are the same, uh, except for like when you're searching me on uh, all the music platforms like iTunes, Tidal, Spotify. It's going to be L-A-N-E-O. Um, and that's pretty much what I'm at. But like I said, Instagram is probably like the main source of like staying connected with me on the day to day. Underground at the Showcase is an official podcast of the Underground Music Showcase and a production of Youth on Record. You can learn more about Youth on Record at youthonrecord.org and on social media at Youth on Record. You can stream our show anywhere you listen to podcasts. Please like, follow and subscribe. Our team includes Lauren Francisco, Sean King, and Tierney Worthen. This episode was edited and mixed by Akello Stallings. Our executive producers are July Jones and David Layden. Additional music for this episode was provided by 88. We want to give a big thanks to Mutiny Information Cafe for hosting us. You can learn more about Mutiny at mutinyinfocafe.com. Thank you for tuning into the show. I'm Danny Akery. And I'm Genevieve Glimp, and you are listening to Underground at the Showcase.